Yes, Buttercup. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's 6... 6.58 p.m. Here in New York, and I'm just going to come out with it. Matt is not here. Uh, he got... Uh, Held and held back with work, and now he's doing overtime, and he said he's probably going to be there past midnight. So, just putting that out there, because I know there's going to be a lot of disappointed people. But uh, so goes the new year. You get expectations, and then you get reality. That's that's what the new year has taught me, is to uh, just roll with it. So, what did I do? I, I reassessed the format tonight. I think we can do most of it without Matt, though I was really planning for a lot of it to bounce off of him to see how he reacts and stuff but i got you i got a lot of people at home i can open up the the lines and we'll do this stuff and we have plenty to do i want to talk about the dignify uh the dignify ai uh situation that whole story that went down about uh, a week or so ago i think that was really really uh something else it was it was a, a rare positive scenario it was a scenario in which on 4chan, we saw a positive troll. That's right. A really nice, good troll job there that was positive and proactive. And it was very constructive. It's always fun to see the, the wrecking ball approach, but this was more of the scalpel approach. And it was really something else. So I want to do that. I'll, uh, I'll lay that all out and tell you guys what that is about. And we'll do a little bit of news. I have some Babylon B headlines. Hell, I'll laugh at those without Matt. Um... But, uh, but hopefully next week we'll be able to hang out with them. So there's that. It is February 16th. I think on Monday night I'm going to do a little bit of a walk down memory lane. Because you know what Sunday is? Fe Sunday is February 18th. And on the 18th, i got to say, um, it is, it's, it's 18 years since we started doing, since we've been uh, broadcasting on the internet. 18 years. Do you understand what that means? That means a whole lifetime. Okay, that means I could have had a child. I could have fathered a child the day that we started, the, the day that we did our first broadcast at Manhattanville College, WMVL 88.1. I could have fathered a child on that day. And uh, on Sunday, that child would be legal to enlist in the army, wouldn't be able to legal, be legal to drink, can buy cigarettes can see an R-rated film. So I'm going to do a little bit of a walk down memory lane on, on Monday. I've got pictures. I've got history. We'll open up the lines, and that'll be fun. And then um, and then even Monday, after next Monday, even Mondays for a while, I'll be doing here at, uh, at Studio A because Monday night is the finale of Book Club for Lucifer's Hammer. But 18 years. 18, you know, it's actually commemorated over here. This right here is a pic, this one behind me, this is a picture of Times Square that Lauren took when she went to Times Square sometime, like maybe like uh, when she was in college or a little bit after college. And she took this picture of Times Square and she, she put it through filters. This was years ago she did this. And over here on one of the billboards, she put a nice, a vertical billboard over here of me Anthony and Mike with the Zadalza Z over there. Zadalza New York Entertainment for a New Generation established to 1806. I thought that was a really nice Easter egg, and this is a very cherished picture, and 
and um, gift that Lauren gave to me years ago. And it's right behind me. And, you know, me, Anthony, and Mike, oh, I can't tell you. 18 years and millions of memories. Millions. So, yeah, it's a little bittersweet to sit here alone on a Friday night when, especially when, you know, we've, this is the second studio location that we've had over the years after moving out of the bedrooms. And those studio locations, it, it was almost like a trading uh, a trading post, an international trading post, some of those studios. It was amazing, the people coming in and out, the, the life just buzzing. But, you know, time goes on, and hell, I think that this has become more serious. I'm very happy to be here with you every night of the week, no matter where I, uh, I'm talking to you from. But I'm going to do a little bit of a throwback on Monday night. A little bit of a throwback episode. And that's what we'll be doing so February 16th, 2024, we are here to do a little bit of news, a little bit of human condition talk, especially through uh, the way of AI. And um, I have a little bit more AI news over here that's pretty interesting. And then in the second half, I'd love to jump into more of your creepy travel stories. I will also take this moment in the first half to just say, again, because it's the end of the week, and I'd just like to throw it out there. If you enjoy this show, please sponsor it. Please sponsor it, uh, especially on Subscribestar, because we are, you know, we're like, a, I think we're like 44.9% of the way from a major uh, high watermark or a benchmark, I should say. And I would love, I'd love to have you guys on and, and uh, as a, a sponsor over the weekend. If you enjoy the show every night and you haven't sponsored before, I promise you it's painless. And for as little as $5 a month, you get so much. And I'm always doing more. Um, the, outside of that, if you, I don't know if you're subscribed to the, quite frankly, Instagram, but I published it today that we have finally got ourselves a nice, quite frankly, sticker. Now, it's one of two that I'd like to have out there. This one is a little bit more suitable for a year like this year, 2024. It's the, um, it's the, the whatchamacall, actually, I'll, I'll bring it up right now. Uh, it's the, the the new kind of default logo for the show that you've seen before with the the Uncle Sam and the all seeing eye. Uh, we we got a really it's a nice design. It's it feels good and all that stuff. Here it is right there. And I think for 2024, it's really going to do us well. It's got a functional QR code that people can just flash their phone over and they're on quite frankly dot tv and for 2024 an election year it's politically charged i think that this is great i ordered because they came in and they they felt so good i ordered a thousand i ordered a thousand today my buddy rick i i keep telling you about him he'll be on the show one day he's a 747 pilot flies all over the world incredible and again a wonderful twitter account um my buddy Rick got in touch with me when he heard me talking about the, or when he, he saw me post these this morning. He said, Frank, get me some of those stickers. I'll be able to put them all over the world. I said, that's the whole point, Rick. As soon as these things come in, 100 are going to Rick. And I would also what we're going to do is, because these will probably come in in about, I don't know, I think it comes in next Tuesday. But uh, everybody who signs up as a, as a, uh, a sponsor on, on Subscribestar, at least for now, and then outside, of that, I think I think we're just going to do sponsors. Anything over five dollars, we're going to um, request request your uh, mailing address and send you out a handful of these stickers, just to say thank you, and just so that we can start 
polluting the world with these. I want to see these stickers clogging major waterways, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Forget about the bathroom stalls at your favorite diner, your favorite rock uh, rock club. Do those even exist anymore? Maybe for you people in Nashville and stuff, they do. Uh, Forget about that. I want to see these clogging pipelines along with everybody's uh, old, dirty, uh, you know, N95 masks. That's what I want it to be. I want the major pollutant in the world to be everybody's COVID masks and, quite frankly, stickers. I want it to become a problem just so that the word gets out there. We got to do something to bring attention, to <laughs> some positive attention. <laughs> Oh, uh, I had a little Buffalo Trace before we started. I said, you know what? It's Friday. All right, so. Um, oh, it's, oh, I didn't even see this comment. Somebody said, okay, are you a Freemason? Just wondering, because the tattoo and now this. Oh, let me, re let me reply to that. Wallfly71 wants to know if I'm a Freemason. Yes, I am the head of the... Freemasons in New York. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. I don't even care. It might be the whiskey, but I seriously don't care. All right. So thank you one and all. Thank you. Let's get into the grab bag, shall we? First one up. First one up is from the New York Post. Headline. How Starbucks is revamping U.S. coffee shops to be more inclusive. What does this even mean? You know, did the, the, the needle deposit boxes, the heroin needle disposal boxes in the bathroom, was that not enough? Starbucks said it's rolling out a revamped look across its U.S. chain of 16,300-plus locations in order to make the coffee ordering experience more accessible and exclusive. Who is not gaining access to this place? And what the hell is that? What is that? What is this? What's so inclusive about what we're seeing right now? What the fuck is all this? New floor plans will be barrier-free, will have softer lighting, and will boast materials that reduce background noise, a benefit for customers with hearing aids. Oh, my God, they're crazy. They're nuts. What the hell is that? Is that Christopher Columbus? Oh, I guess that's pretty cool. What is all that? I see. I, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> you, you, the, cor the corporate world is a nightmare. If you are working in that world, I, I really do feel for you. It is a nightmare. Because the closest I've ever gotten to the corporate world was working at the YMCA, in the fitness center at the YMCA. And that was atrocious as far as the politics go. Plenty of great people there, but atrocious. T to think about people in the uh, having to work in this office and rack your brain over this stuff. Holy shit. Anyway, there you go. So anybody who thought that Starbucks was not inclusive enough, don't worry. Help is on the way, dear. Help is on the way. All right, here's another one for you. Penn State professor who begged cops to kill him when he was busted in a bestiality case is now hit with new charges of lewd acts in public. Penn State, man, again. 
again. An award-winning Penn State professor arrested in sickening bestiality case faces more charges with videos emerging of him allegedly engaged in lewd acts in park in, in a park, including inserting a tree, inserting a tree branch and a lollipop in his butt. A tree branch. The first question I have is which side? What end do you put in? What are you going with? The, the side that you broke off or the, the the pointy, small, little, tiny, straw-like end? I don't, this is just, this, what, you know? Burning out. His name is Temis Matsukis, 64 years old. Already facing charges of open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse with an animal, and animal cruelty after police said that he had been seen on video involved in sexual acts with a pet collie. With Lassie? Ugh. Horrible. And you know collies are like the most intelligent dogs. One of the most intelligent dog breeds out there, if not the most intelligent. So you know that thing knew exactly what was happening to them was not right. Probably more so than others. The chemical engineering professor begged troopers to kill him. I don't know. They should have done him a service. While saying that the sex acts helped him blow off steam, according to initial criminal complaint in June. Can you imagine shoving a branch up your ass to blow off steam? But that's the world today, man. Not you and I. No, no, no. Not you and I. And maybe that's another thing we'll talk about next week because I was reading something on studyfinds.org. The headline was burnout detector. Here it is. Burnout detector reveals which people will likely hit the wall. I want to open up a line for people out there who feel like they are just, they are fried and they're on the brink. Not not of, of self-harm or anything like that. But, you know, obviously, please, uh, if you're feeling that way, talk to people, please. And, and, and if you're not feeling that way, make sure you talk with people around you. Get your head out of the phone a little bit. Ask people how they're feeling josh around with them a little bit get beyond the surface please scratch beyond the surface of people ladies and gentlemen it doesn't take that long to see people are distressed but i would love to know if people are just getting close to just burning out where i need a vacation i need a vacation well maybe we'll, we'll do that next week maybe on tuesday night we have a short show on tuesday night before we uh, hopefully, if there's no more snow that shows up, we're gonna be. I'll be here, and then we're gonna go in there to start ripping apart the band room and designing that place. So, maybe we'll do that on Tuesday night. Are you close to just burning out? I want to hear about it. All right, and then we have this. You know, last night we were uh, we were talking about Fanny Willis and how much of a disaster uh, her little hearing trial, whatever the hell it is, is, and also saying that whereas it was nice to see her squirm, uh, that. This country is run by Fannie Willis's. That they're, they're everywhere, from the DOJ to your local uh, after-school, after-school, me, uh, you know, programs. Anywhere there, where there is a budget, anywhere there's a budget to be skimmed, anywhere where there's a little bit of notoriety to pay to yourself, anywhere where you can exact revenge or target people that you just don't like. Anywhere where there's just a little bit of authority to abuse, be abused, you're going to find yourself a Fannie Willis. Well, the day after we get this, New York Judge Arthur Engoron, there's a face, 
There's a face you're not going to be able to vote away. That's a that's that is that face right there. This one right here, this strange elf creature on the right, the judge. Can't vote that away. No, 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 no. No, can't do that. Um Where the hell is it? Oh, wait a second. Where did it all go? Give me give me a second here. All of a sudden it's gone. Maybe it's telling me to just move on. Don't even worry about it. But I want to talk about it for a second. Anyway, they slammed um, they slammed down a bill on the table and they told Trump that he has to pay like three hundred sixty million dollars in a case in which they are uh, they're they're claiming that he committed decades worth of fraud or something and uh, misvaluing or miscalculating, mischaracterizing the assets he has and and completely going, uh, I, I don't know, just, just inflating or deflating values where it would be the opposite. Uh, in a case where it was pretty incredible, they had reps from Deutsche Bank come into the courtroom to testify and pretty much blow up the entire case by saying there is no harm here, there is no foul, that uh, we worked alongside of uh, uh, Mr. Trump and we had uh, everything assessed properly and we knew everything that was going on and we were okay with the loan. We were completely confident that it would be paid back because of X amount of years of already being uh, totally satisfied with the business relationship with a man who was always turning profit, at least with them. I mean, you, you, you can't bat a thousand every day, but, but so, so this thing has already been blown up, but they pushed it through because you have casket legs, Loretta, Letitia James with her, her coffin legs over there walks like the death star. And then you have this bony, weird elf creature, honorable Arthur, Arthur, somebody calls him art. Hey, art, how'd it feel? How'd it feel to, 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 to tell him? That that that's what's going to be a yeah, That that'll be coming up soon. Next time they get together for their uh, a, a barbecue, something like that. Hey, Art, how do you feel? So you know whether or not this gets appealed. the the whole The whole point here is that one day, unless these people are uprooted and removed from society, there's there's going to be less and less places to appeal. You know, you can't vote rabies away you can't vote rabies away you can't do it we're dealing with rabies here and just to leave you with a little something uh, as we go into the the intro and then start the main the main show off i have a, a scene over here i guess from stephen colbert's show like last night or something it's straight out of v for vendetta it's like one of those those media scenes from V for Vendetta, where like Louis Prothero is up there and uh, screaming and, and 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 just loving himself for you know just admiring himself in the rerun of his show later on in the night when he's in the shower, it's, he just loves loves carrying water for the most evil sick people on the planet. Here's Stephen Colbert, whose face is rotting off of his skull, and um, as Myth Informed says, he's projecting his unhinged. TDS on a national on national television, whoever's watching. And I'm sure a few million people still do. Take a listen to this. I know, I know how numb we've become, but it's not normal. No other candidate for the presidency has ever had to pause his campaign to defend himself in multiple courts. And I would like to point out that in all seven of his cases, no one 
No one doubts that he did these things. I mean, it's, it's I know it's I, this one. People are like, you know, this is the first time anybody's ever had to pause their campaign to defend themselves in court. I, I know. I know. 91, 91 uh, charges. I know. Democrats can do anything when they put their minds to it. What does that mean? Oh, you want to get into the you want to get into a conversation of legitimacy, or you just want to? Are, are we going to pretend that? I mean, come on, you want to you want to pretend that this is all legitimate? I mean, you're getting what you want, so I guess that you have right to gloat and to continue on with the uh, you know the theatrics, and they have to. I mean, that's that was the game. That's the game plan after every major op. Whenever they push something through, they have to act as if they need to. That's what happened when Joe Biden, they, they LARPed him into the White House. They had to act as if. That's it. I can't believe this guy is still doing this on television. We're just sitting around patiently waiting to find out if the wheels of justice will grind fast enough for there to be any consequences. And the media is covering it like it's any other political story, like it's all horse race. I know. It is. It is. Anyway, anyway, there's that. As I said before, you can't vote away rabies. We will be right back. Donald, 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 Trump, Donald, 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 You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! song to write something majestic to use people from the audience 
like Mark Swan, the stable boy. Mark Swan, the stable boy. He's never been to war before, but he hears the call for war. He sees the burning, the burning of a neighboring village over the course, over the hills. He can smell the smoke. He can hear the screams. And he looks at his old steed. He knows he has to ride it, ride it into battle, but he needs to muster some friends first. Who's he going to get? Who's Mark Swan going to recruit for this battle? Oh, no. And that's when uh, he has to start assembling a team. He has to, uh, there he is. Mark gets on top of his horse, rubs down the horse's mane. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot you can do with this glorious song from Hammerfall in memoriam. Oh, it's so good. It gets big at the end, too. Hold on. Where is it? Ready? The battle. It's the final battle. Right? More. So good. You know, last night I started watching Lord of the Rings again, so I'm already in that mindset. <laughs> it's just it's just there for me. Uh, Lord of the Rings, I watched the I watched a little bit more than uh, half of the of the Fellowship of the Ring last night because I was just at that point. I don't know. I was in a uh, I almost fell asleep twice. Just got so tired. But it was ten o'clock and I just didn't want the night to be over just yet, so I put that on just for a little bit. And then today with Aurora, you know, I told Aurora last night, hey, I was going to, uh, I watched, uh, you want to watch Lord of the Rings with me? And she said, Lord of the Rings? I said, yeah, you want to watch it with me? You know, and Lauren's like, I don't know if she's ready for that yet. I said, oh, yeah, right, maybe, maybe not. I started thinking, maybe maybe those orcs, maybe she won't like the orcs. But then uh, after her nap, you know, Lauren wasn't home. And I heard uh, Aurora had w- uh, woken up. I put her to bed and I went back down to work. And then I, I told uh, Aurora, I said, listen, you go to bed, have a little rest. You wake up and you and I can have a cookie together. She's okay. So put her in bed. She slept for like an hour and a half. She woke up first thing. She, you know, she, she was pretending to be sleeping. And I walk, I, you know, so I'm, I'm hovering over her and she just like opened up her eyes and smiled. She goes, can we have a cookie now? I said, yeah. Come on. So we went downstairs and uh, I said, you want to watch Lord of the Rings? She goes, okay. And it was like the last 45 minutes or so. So she saw Gandalf, you know, take the plunge and all that stuff. You shall not pass. And she, and the whole time she's like, whoa. And, you know, they're, they're getting chased by orcs inside of the, the dwarf, the dwarf, uh, you know, city or whatever the hell it is. And she's taking it like a champ. She loved it. She's asking questions. I'm explaining everything to her. I'm showing, you know, that, in, you know, Sam Wise, he's a re- that's a really good friend. See how they, they, they stand up for each other? Like, great stuff here. And um, Lauren got home. She's like, what are you guys watching? Said she loves Lord of the Rings. Get out of town. Well, yeah. So we started watching a little bit of the, the Two Towers before I left, but that was like the first 10 minutes. She's into it. She's into it. She really is. So uh, we'll do it. Well, she takes me by surprise. You know what she did the other night? We got back home. Uh, this was actually over the weekend. It was, it was Friday, Saturday night. We went out with my brother and his girlfriend. And when we got back to the house, we had brought dessert back. 
and uh, Aurora wanted to get out of her. She had a little bit of uh, ice cream. We got her. I packed her a cone. She had a little bit of ice cream when she got back home. The cone was kind of like had like a chocolate glaze around the top with pink sprinkles for Valentine's Day. So she ate all that, but you know it was a little bit messier. So she had the 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 mess around her 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 mouth and her hands were uh, kind of had the chocolate on it. So I'm in the kitchen. I call her over. I said, "Come here, Aurora. Let's get you all washed up." So. Washed her hands, washed her mouth. She said, Daddy, can you take this dress off? So took her dress off, and she had her her, um, her T-shirt on underneath. So she had this fresh face, fresh hands. Finally, she took the dress off. I shit you not. She jumps off of the chair, and she goes, Ah, oh, I feel like a new woman. I said, What? <laughs> and she just skipped away. I said, What? Did I just hear? I feel like a new woman. I don't. I don't know where it, where this this stuff comes from. I guess she might have heard my uh, my wife say it. <laughs> new woman. Oh man. Well, that was something. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. Um, but we're going to talk about uh, new women in just a second. I'll I'll save the uh, I'll save the the Babylon B for after. After our um, our intermission, I'll put that down over here. We'll start the Babylon B up afterwards. Here's what I want to bring up with you all. <laughs> now that you feel like new men and women out there, I want to talk to you about Dignify. Okay, D I G N I F A I. Now, about a week or so ago, there was this account. On Twitter, at least that's where I, I I saw this stuff popping up, and of course it was mirrored on the boards. Uh, you can find it right now on Twitter; it's really good. They continue to do it. It's at Dignify, all right, and they started a movement. They say, and they sure did. It's it's incredible. Now, what is it? Essentially, what they did was they went and take scant. They took scantily clad people out there who are just completely. Constantly selling nudity, selling themselves, uh, just e-thought type of chicks. and But guys, too. Everybody's gotten it. But, of course, of course, when you come in and you tell a woman, put your fucking clothes on, that is like a cardinal sin. You cannot do that. Can't do that. All right? No, you have to. But you can't tell them to take any more clothes off either. You have to just sit there and either hope that somebody has... More clothes to be taken off or more clothes to be taken on. Don't talk to anybody. There, there is no common decency anymore. Anyway, they started doing things like this. Here, here's an example of it. Here's a nice big busty lady. On the left is the original picture. See the cleavage spilling out all over the place. Everything barely getting held in there. And on the right is after it's been, she's been dignified. I think, and, and, and people are saying, damn. She looks better. It's fantastic. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to hide? Are you going to hide cans that are that big? I think it's going to be very obvious that you are well endowed. But, I mean, so little things like that started happening. Then you have this one. Here's another one. Dignify off and dignify activated. Woman just pretty much in her underwear outside has now a, a nice blousey little thing on and she looks very, very nice. And the thing that started getting people pissed off is that 
Whereas clothes was, clothes was being put back onto people, they weren't losing sexiness. They weren't losing sex appeal. In fact, it was growing. It was growing. Uh, here's another one that um, that's pretty. On the left is the is the original. I don't know if that is really all tattoos or if it's henna or something like that. But you have the, the that's just what it is. And that was all cleaned up. Now, of course, people wailed about this one. I was like, oh, they're trying to make them more modest, but they gave her bigger tits. Look, look, they're the cleavage. Okay, whatever. But that's the whole point here. Now, and a lot of people would just freak out, including some publications. So obviously, individuals freaked out as well. Let's read one of them. Indy100.com. Misogynists are using Dignify to cover up women in worrying new trend. So, oh shit, what's this one? Makes my my voice high. Can I add echo to this? No. Hello. All right. It's been a worrying new trend. Uh, the internet has called out a new AI-based... Uh, yeah, yeah, the internet called them out. The collective internet just rose up, called out an AI-based app called Dignify after it's being used to give women more dignity by covering up women who are wearing crop tops and short dresses as well as removing tattoos and adding children into images. Yes, that's all that's happening. No, it's, it's, uh, in many cases, it's, a lot of, it's complete degeneracy as well. In the world of AI, it seems women can't catch a break <laughs> from explicit photos of Taylor Swift, which were, I mean, we looked at some of those, uh, the Gilded, I saw a lot of them compiled in there, and <laughs> that was that was pretty extreme. Listen, I'm, 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 going to, I'm going to get into nuance here, and I'm going to lay all this out and ask the audience some very specific questions. So don't worry, we're going to get there. Uh, explicit photos of Taylor Swift to covered up photos of Miley Cyrus. It seems all AI wants to do is control women's appearances. Is it really the AI or is it people who are using digital tools to troll? Uh, I mean, people were superimposing celebrities' heads onto naked bodies since it, since they, all they had in their capacity to do that with was photocopy machines. Okay, as long as there has been an Internet, there's been a place for people to uh, post phony photos of celebrities pasted onto nude bodies. Okay, so it's not the attack of the AI again behind every computer is a person, a person using it or the person who programmed it to do what it does. Dignify is a 4chan-led campaign to put clothes on thoughts, as reported by Rolling Stone. A Twitter X account that posts photos that have been put through the Dignify app has, quote, we are starting a movement in their, their bio. Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke, but there's value to it. There's value to it. And I wish that we can do more stuff like this. I wish we can witness more stuff like this. A quick look at the account, you can easily identify the app is about to con is all about control over women rather than about dignity. So here's the first one. They bring up a, a screenshot from the Dignify Twitter account, and it's some, I guess, an Asian woman, and she's dressed on the left. She's dressed in, like, sheer something. You see everything. 
and um, just a little bit to cover her boobs and like underwear to cover everything else. And then on the on the right, hey, I, I think she looks fantastic. It's you know shoulders to knees. It still has that sheer look on the sleeves, but you know everything else is just a uh, a dress. It's, it's great with the, the black boots. Everything looks fine. Then of course they went and they took um, they took a, a shot at Miley Cyrus at the Grammys, where she had this I don't know what is that a fishing net? She's wearing a, a fishing net with nipple pasties on, and then they just put her in a really fashionable dress. What the hell's wrong with that? I don't know, but you know the thing is, they say that it's humiliating a lot of women. It's humiliating women to put clothes on them. Now, it's not only women, but of course, doing this to men isn't going to cause an outrage. That's uh, like, for example, here's one. Here's one of the latest ones off of Dignify. And I'm sorry for any of the kids that are watching right now. But on the left, you have this this guy. He's overweight. He's got a, I don't know. He's wearing a G-string with two thoughts at the beach, and then on the right, they have been color corrected with their hair, and they've been put, uh, obviously he's been slimmed down and put into a nice tailored suit, and they're in sundresses and everything is, uh, and everything's hunky-dory. They actually look pretty nice in this alternate reality. In this alternate reality, there's, I mean, that's just what it is. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. They just did to, uh, to Kristen Stewart, who's on Rolling Stone magazine. You remember Ro- Rolling Stone used to do like music and all that stuff? Uh, obviously she's going through a major, major problem, problem, problem point in her life, low point. She looks like the life has been just sucked out of her. And, uh, she's talking about how she wants to do the most gay things. You, you give her eight months and she's going to come out as supposedly a man, eight months. And Kristen Stewart is going to call herself, uh, you know, Calvin, (laughs) you watch, you watch, that's just what's going to happen. Um, but anyway, there's a lot of things going on over here. Um, now what does this even mean? That's what I want to ask with you. I really wanted to bring it out there. Do you think it's about controlling women? Now I personally, I don't because I don't think anything is going to, uh, there's, there's no mandate for anybody to go and dress a certain way because somebody used them as a subject in this app or whatever. Um, I I don't know how you can say that women are being controlled when the offense is putting a digital nipple pasty over their areolas because they refuse to wear clothes anymore. Um, But the AI porn, I totally get. I don't want to make a false equivalency here. Uh, The AI porn, I, I, I get. But digitally superimposed modesty, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't have a problem with it, especially since there's no mandate to it. It's just people. It's a, a really interesting way of expressing thoughts about and commentary on society. Now, there's this one porn star on Twitter who was, you know, if you I've seen her around before. Sure, you did, Frank. I've seen her around before. And uh, because, you know, it's the Internet. Every once in a while, all of a sudden, there's this big fat ass in your face. You know, it just just happens. And um, she was one of the what's her name? I don't know. Uh, Isla David. 
Now, 4chan, they put her not only in clothes, but they put her as, you know, a mom with children. And she just went off and all that stuff. And she's, I'm going to fight back. I'm going to fight back in that stuff. And then she says that, um, here, listen to this. Dignify initially went viral on X with a post by the far-right influencer Jack Posobiec, who on Friday posted four examples of the tool being used on what he referred to as e-girls, a derogatory term for women with front-facing persona on the Internet. An accompanying X account for Dignify featured manipulated versions of Instagram models, and then um, and then we have here, through, well, no, 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 it's just a, damn it, where the hell is it? Ignoring the dictum to not feed the trolls, Isla David decided to fight back. She quote tweeted that guy, Ian Chong or whatever, and posted this caption. This might be the funniest attempt at negging me I have ever seen. I had to share it and scroll down. A euphemism. So pretty much um, she is, they're saying that she fought back by getting out there and, and piggybacking on all of this, this newfound Dignify fame by seeing a 594% jump in her OnlyFans. I said that she fought back. So I look at this. It didn't change anything. There is no fight back in there. There's no fighting back there. She didn't prove anything. The internet is just one big peep show. We understand that. And anyway, I thought it would be worth a discussion because this is the rare instance of positive trolling from 4chan, and I wish it were possible to keep that approach up because I think that the response was glorious. It really was. To me, at least, it really was. And she, you know, just because somebody out there you know, took this and, 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 and used it as an opportunity to introduce herself to some new internet Johns doesn't mean anything. Here are some of the responses on 4chan that I really loved. I'm sure you've seen some of these, head sh- these uh, screenshots. They said this, and it's a, re- it's a response to Daily Caller. The headline being, some internet dork is trying to reclothe beautiful women because of dignity in quotations, and it is pathetic. One Anon says, I told you, using AI to put clothes on them pisses them off a thousand times more than vice versa. All the Me Too shit was humble bragging about how hot they are, and AI declothing is the same. They want to be sex objects, and AI that, um, and AI that does that is a kind of flattery, whereas AI that does the opposite is slut-shaming and makes them seethe like nothing else. AI tattoo removal is the worst of all because it shows how much better they look before ruining themselves. Now, me personally, don't care too much about tattoos, especially if there's not, I don't know, from the bottom of the chin down to the toes. I can't, there's, there's even too much for me. But um, I don't, I'm not an absolutist when it comes to that, and everybody's got their own thing. But when it comes to this, there's so much of this I, I, I'm on board with. Here's another one. This actually adds so much dignity to this woman. I don't know which which one which one was naked and then finally she had clothes on. And here's what it goes on to say. It adds so much dignity to this woman. Second response from Canada says, sexual attraction invo- uh, thrives off of mystery and tension. The more that sex and sexuality are openly displayed, demystified, and normalized in a society, the less exciting it is. The great irony is that the more a society embraces open sexuality, the less sex that a society actually has. We've talked about that before. There's been huge studies into that. The sex that it does have becomes performative. 
TV, movies, porn, and sexuality displayed is likewise performative. Social media thoughts and gym chads, rather than either being productive, you know, men and women forming families and producing children, we are forcibly going to heal this damaged world. So this, is, this was an interesting twist. Someone else jumps in and says, there is literally nothing bad about this. It is the only positive troll I've seen here in years. It's barely a troll. I agree with the Japanon. Racism will ruin it. And if the tone is too shaming or mocking, it will ruin it. This is positive. The point and tone of the post should always be to show people in the, be- uh, the best in themselves and how they could be if they took some pride and stopped caving to sin. And then, uh, you know, and then, of course, uh, and of course, there's one more over here. I, th- I-, I love this one. This one's fantastic. Just a little bit of a uh, a uh, a custom poem. I wonder if this was AI generated. With the power of AI, we will clothe the insta thoughts. We will purify them of their tattoos. We will liberate the liberate them of their piercings. We will lengthen their skirts. We will piggyback off the outrage around AI porn and commit unrelenting psychological warfare to our own ends. We will show them the lives they will never have. We will show them to gaze upon the image of true beauty, reclaim their own corrupted visage. We will bring decency back to the world, one seething <laughs> roasty at a time. So there's been a lot. Obviously, they're more on the taunting end of things, but I think that the 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 most important points have already been out there, and that was the that was really what I want to talk with a lot of people about tonight. Now I'm sure there are some some of these you know OnlyFans girls and stuff out there who refuse and will refuse to feel shame until the day that they they die, especially if their company never changes and they're just surrounded by enablers all the time, Um, if for no other reason than to cope. But there is going to be, and if you guys and gals don't see, you tell me if if you think I'm wrong, but I, I just, I think there's going to be a ridiculous number of these girls and guys, but it's, let's let's be honest here, uh, we know what is really driving the majority of this marketplace. And, you know, I, I'm sure guys would love it if people really, really were into seeing their dick, that they can actually make money on it on OnlyFans. Uh, but that's just not the case. If for no other reason than to cope. But there is going to be a lot, a lot of desperate girls out there who are going to want a do over one day. They are going to want a do over. After all this, after saturating the internet with all this, I know. It feels right. It feels good, empowering now. You're making a little bit of money and all that stuff. But there's going to be a lot of them that are going to want to do over. And I think that in some way to see their work, their so-called work, get classed up a little bit with the AI, it almost hits the fast forward button on feeling that shame that is looming in in the distance. That's that's what I think. So please, ladies and guys, like I said, out there, because Dignified did it to, to guys as well, but like I said, let's be honest about where this marketplace is really leaning, how it tilts. Uh, if someone decides to put a photo, some photo work into you, I know the general sense across the board, no matter what the hell it is, is don't touch my photo, period. Leave me alone, you fucking creep. 100% I'm with you, but... Who has the bigger gripe right now? The people who are being 
stripped of their clothes or the people who chose to be naked and are instead being adorned in a nice cocktail dress. I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. So call in, call in 914-200-0269, 914-200-0269. We will be back in, uh, in just a moment. Where the hell is my, oh, oh, there it is. My bad. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm going to go on a quick break. And when we get back here, I want you calling in. 914-200-0269. Give me your thoughts on this. Dignify. We're doing it tonight. Here's a cheer, a sports cheer you can use. I'm giving this to you. Maybe you've heard it, but uh, it's a gift for you. And you can use this in any sport. I think of football more, uh, you know, appropriate for, for cheers, I think. But, but here's a little cheer. A lot of people like it. It goes like this. Ratchet, batshit, dirty old twat. 69 assholes tied in a knot. fucking elegant it is. It's way nicer than the White House. Trump should be there. Should be with us. I'll keep him safe. Well, I'm sorry I can't be more optimistic, Doctor, but we have a long road ahead of us. Like having sex. It's a painstaking, arduous task that seems to go on and on forever, and just when you think things are going your way, nothing happens. Okay, so 914-200-0269, 914-200-0269. All right, first one up is uh, King 40. So I don't even, I don't know where this one's going to go. I don't know what direction this call is going to go in, but go ahead, King. Good to hear from you. Hey, I'm thinking, you just gave me an idea. Maybe I'll start an OnlyFans <laughs> to go along with my YouTube channel over there. You should. You should. You should. I should, huh? Ladies, what do you think? Only fans. For me. Ladies, hold on. I'm gonna in the in the chat room, uh one <laughs> everybody ladies, one if King should start an over OnlyFans, two if King should not start an OnlyFans. Go ahead. Ones and twos. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh it, so go ahead. I'll, I'll let you know what the results are in just a second, King. 
Yeah, no problem. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we I want I will get one of them uh, Borat bathing suits like the guy had in that picture you showed with the two girls. Yeah. Yeah, I get one of them. <laughs> it's too bad though. It would be better if I had one of them bathing suits when I weighed two hundred and sixty pounds and was overweight. Then it would really be good. Oh well, he, he, well that that guy seemed like he was somewhere around two fifty, two sixty. Uh, he he did. I mean, but he he was really. I mean, there's some people who you know look like a solid two fifty. He was definitely just a lot of oh, the, the king. I got to say, there's a lot. I think there's more ones than there are twos. <laughs> Is one is that good? Is that yes? The ones are yes, yeah. Ah, nice. Well, you saw me when I weighed two sixty. It wasn't a pretty sight. Well, when we went to the Yankee game, yeah. Well, you weren't walking around in your underwear, but I mean, you had. Uh, so I don't know. You had <clears throat> you had your your jackets on and all that stuff, but you didn't look like a you didn't look like you were fat or anything like that. Oh, I was though. Okay. But hey, um, can I um? The the thing they use the AI yeah, and how they're saying it's about um, women people trying to control women yeah. Let me say this, and they may not admit it, but you broads know to a degree you like being controlled by us. You do, you do, you know when you're misbehaving, you like us putting you in line. You know that. I don't mean in a messed up way. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, ladies. I, th I, th I think you want a guy that fucking take the reins sometimes and go, okay, and out. That's it. You you need a guy that you need a guy that says, hey, put a cocktail dress on, leave this bikini for for the the pool. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hey, no Matt today. I thought he's uh, apparently he's uh, you know uh, giving assistance to um, the I don't know a sewer line repairs or something like that, and he's going to be working until midnight now. So uh, hopefully next week. I was really looking forward to it. Well, yeah, because I I wanted to tell him about my new job opportunity. Oh. You know about it by email. Yeah, the God Emperor emailed me about being VP, remember? That's right. Donald Trump wants you to be the vice president. Yeah, he said, what, what, what did he say, Frankie? And I showed Frankie the email. It's a legit email right from the God Emperor. said, don't tempt me, Santino for VP. <laughs> Eat your fucking heart out, Matty. I'm going to tell him that. I'll text him, in, I'll text him uh, during the intermission. We'll see what he says. But thanks for kicking us off tonight, King. You're welcome, my friend. All right, there you go. So as you all know, uh, King has a YouTube account, and now it looks like there is going to be an OnlyFans attached to it. So don't all everybody rush over there at once. Can you imagine if he he becomes the top earner on the entire site? He Like he outdoes all the women there by like next Christmas. I would feel happy for him, and I think that would be the greatest troll ever. Ever that he out he that that would be amazing. You know what? If things aren't going to get better, I'd rather it go that direction. If if things are going to get better, I would want it to go in that direction. That's what I want. All right, nine one four two hundred o two six nine. Let's take a call. Three zero nine. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey Frank, it's Jennifer. Hey Jennifer, how are you? Go ahead. I'm good. Hey, I am all for the women shaming 
These women are horrible. Have you seen this latest uh, photo of Beyonce on her new country hit? No. Oh, you should look it up. It's horrible. She looks like a complete whore. Well, you know, somebody needs that AI her. See, I, th- these are the things here. Now, you and you, you're the one that came out and said people got to just shame people. I feel that I, I feel that it was a very constructive form of expression to very modestly just show people that, hey, you know what? You look uh, just as good, if not better, uh, cleaned up and a little bit buttoned up and that there's yeah. no there's nothing unsexy about you. And I but I do think that whereas it's it shouldn't be a shaming event, I think the reason why the reaction to something that is so such a modest form of expression, I think that that uh, that reaction is rooted in a shame, a sense of shame that has been pushed off a little bit. I I would say this. If they don't like having clothing put on them, maybe that's their own sense of guilt that they know that something's wrong with what they're doing. If you're proud of yourself and you like having your tatas hanging out, you should have no problem with it, with it either way. You should be like, laugh it off. If you're proud of yourself with all of your stuff hanging out, what's the problem? Well, I think there's going to be a there'll be a good amount of people agreeing with you, Jennifer. Anything else you want to leave us with? No, I love you, Frank. Well, I love you too. There you go, <laughs> Jennifer. Take care. Coming to 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 just lay down the law. Yeah, I, I that's what I think. That's what I think. Um you know, I think that in the world that we have the the economy, this little economy that has been built up, the in, the internet economy, whether it's just about clout and popularity, strutting your stuff or actually, you know, paying for access to it. I think this is something a condition that was created by a very weary consensus of, hey, we're doing something naughty, but at least everybody's doing it, so uh, it, it's it's the new norm and it's fine now. But eventually everything, every, you get away from that stuff. You get away from that stuff, you know? Um, and you, you make a lot of decisions that down the line, you maybe you don't regret them, but you wish you did something differently. So, and I'm certain, certainly not... Hey, but it's all around me. And I'm not the old, you know, you put your fucking clothes on. I'm I, I'm not that person. But to see this happen, it was just really an amazing thing to observe. Especially the fact that these these apps are, you know, cleaning uh, people up a little bit. And you would think that, you know, they're all buttoned up and they're looking corporate and stuff like no, it's like them. That nothing was sacrificed, and yes, I I think that once you put a little bit of the mystery back in there, I mean, there's no diminishing of the attractiveness or the the sexuality of people, but um, yeah, there's only so many ways that a person can show you their holes, you know. <laughs> once you've gotten down to where you're just showing your holes off, the, where do you go from there? You get you you get a, you get to put a, is it going to be an OnlyFans tier for somebody to watch your next colonic? Or like, like, what do you expose after a while? Nah, I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Anyway, let's take a couple more calls. Nine five two, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey Frank, how's it going? I'm doing all right. Who the hell is this? It's Cave Toad. Hey, what's going on, brother? Well, you know, I'm just enjoying the show tonight. First time in it feels like a month that I've been able to watch live. 
well. I, I mean, I, I, I hope you're having a good time, and I hope everything has been good in that month since you've been, uh, you haven't been here. Well, you know, I always do. Um, I caught a Sunday show or two here and there, but uh, you know, it's nice to be back with the chat friends and everything else. Good. Um, and you know, I never know if you're watching the Gilded Chat or if you're watching the Pill Chat or whatever. But it's good to hang out with those friends. And one thing I did note, I was going to make a post in the forums. And I'm glad to see more activity there. So thank you for pushing that. It seems like we're getting a little more life there. Oh, let me tell you something about the forum, especially with Book Club. This last book club with uh, Lucifer's Hammer, which is going to conclude on on uh, Monday, and then I really I'm going to be pushing it again. Everybody, sign up as a sponsor and become a book club uh, participant for uh, Easter week when we start reading the Robe. Just please do it. Um, but I'll tell you this thing, uh, Cave Toad. This this is the first book that I read with the audience where I did not have a co-host, and I said yeah. I said let me let me just try to take some calls from people, sprinkle in some calls, and also just rely on the forum uh, threads. The, these have been the most active forum threads. I love it. So you're right. There's a lot more people using that forum, and it's just it's becoming self-sufficient at this point. I actually had to, because I was kind of following along, and but I, you know, normally your book club nights don't work for me. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to read it, but then I would follow along in the forums and kind of, uh, you know, keep track. And then as it got towards the later part of the book, I'm like, no, I want to read this book. I got to quit reading what people are saying because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Oh, I'm hey, whatever. I'm just here to, to create appeal for people so that they feel a little bit of a tug to get back to thumbing through a nice book because there's nothing like it. I know audiobooks are just convenient for people right now, and that's fine, but, man, there is nothing like turning the final page on a book and say, wow, I did that. It's a real accomplishment, especially these days. Is that all you wanted to say, uh, Cave Toad? You just wanted to say Well, hello? no, I'm not quite done, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go off that just a little bit um, because... I, I don't like necessarily looking at screens. I do it all day. And people are like, oh, I'll just get the Kindle, get this or whatever. I still think, you know, just the smell, the feeling, putting in the page marker, all that stuff is important when you read books. And, you know, if things ever do go somewhere for anyone or an EMP or something, make sure you have paper copies of the books that you feel are important. And I think that's a good message to pass, pass on to everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. And especially this one. Final thought. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Well, my final thought is, is as I had the Super Bowl on the background while I was doing other stuff, I noticed like this thing or, and I saw people posting about the Twister movie too. <laughs> yeah. And oh my God. I can't wait. <laughs> you need to take advantage of the kick-ass video you guys made of that. Uh, you, you might have to play it in the break that I can't even think of the name of the guy, but they're like Jonas. All looking at the other guy. Yes, Jonas. Yes, you yeah. have to play that because it's hilarious. And right now is the way you guys could make that go viral because it is freaking funny. It looks like they have the same people. Blah blah blah. I think that would be fantastic. Well, hey, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you for that. And I'll, uh, I, I can't wait for that. I really can't wait because it was almost like the end. Uh, thanks for the call, um, 
Cave Toad, it's great to hear from you again, and I hope you have a wonderful night. Yeah, likewise, sir. I will keep watching and keep up the fantastic work. Oh, I'll try. Hi, Frankly Friends. <laughs> there, he, there he is. <laughs> there he goes. Wonderful. Wonderful. I, when independent, when they announced the Independence Day resurgence, the, the, the sequel to Independence Day came, was coming out, we were so excited for it. Because we love Independence Day. And even that is really cheesy. But it's just, if it's feel-good cheese. When we went to go see Independence Day Resurgence, we went to, it, we, I remember look, shooting looks at each other throughout the whole thing. It was so incredibly bad. It was so incredibly bad that I had to buy the DVD. The Blu-ray, actually. I have it. I said, so I, I, need this, I need this film. We have to be able to watch it again. In fact, I told Anthony and Mike the other night when uh, I think it was actually during Super Bowl because when Twister came out, I said, dude, I think that is going to be Independence Day resurgence bad. We have got to go see that because we were obsessed with Twister. I'm sure some of you guys were too. My brother was just like every time the storm clouds rolled in, he went outside to see, is the sky going green? You know, he was scared of everything but loved it at the same time. But during the Super Bowl, I told Anthony and Mike, I said, listen, we still have not done a part two of our movie rip. That you, Many of you don't even know about our movie rips. Maybe I should play a little bit of that on Monday when I do a walk down memory lane. I have so many movie rips, so many of them, that we would just play movies on air and watch them from start to finish. We did everything, uh, everything from... I don't know, Jaws, Wizard of Oz, Independence Day, Top Gun. I think we started Ten Commandments, but it was just way too long. Made fun of the Lion King. Uh, oh, it was just, it was incredible. Much of it I can't show you because the jokes are so bad. And <laughs> I would have to re-edit them to make them safe for 2024. Just for, up, not, not for you guys, but for just to be on the internet. But I, I told them, I said, you know, Independence Day was a five-part rip that we did, and it was so good. We have got to follow it up nearly, I don't know, 16 years later. We've got to follow it up and watch a resurgence. So I don't know how we're going to do that yet. I think we're going to watch it, mic ourselves up, record it, and then I will chop it up. I don't think it's going to be a live thing. But th that kind of stuff has to come back, and I can't wait to watch Twisters. <laughs> it's going to be great. The best thing about Twister was that they personified the, the tornado. Like the tornado had an agenda. It had an agenda. It remembered Helen Hunt. It remembered the F5 is back. Oh, it's the same F5 that killed my father. It's not the same fucking storm, but that's what you. it makes you feel. It's, it's just delightfully ridiculous. <laughs> love, love that stupid film. All right. We'll, uh, we'll be back on the other side. Please, it's going to be more fun tonight. More fun tonight on the other side. It's on pill.net for the second hour and quitefrankly.tv. And again, become a sponsor of the show. We love, love the work that we're doing with Pilled. Uh, it'll always be the home of, quite frankly, the, my, the preferred home of the show, uh, the home of quitefrankly.tv, and, um, and, of course, a fix there right on the main website. Very, very cozy. Love it over there. Um, but, you know, one day there is going to be a time where we expand back out again. And that is all going to be dependent on 
how we're able to sustain ourselves and sustain the staffing goals that we are, we're looking to achieve right now, please consider it over the weekend, become a sponsor. And if you do, if you haven't been a sponsor before and you want to try it, go to Subscribestar because that is where we're monitoring the progress bar to the main benchmark of 2024. Love you all. I'll see you on the other side. Thank you so much. Take care. The rest of the show is available exclusively at pill.net. Follow the link in the description of the episode. Get signed up. It's that easy. Or head on over to quitefrankly.tv. Just press play. No paywalls, no censorship, no strings attached. So head on over, quitefrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole and pilled.net. It's intermission time, folks. Time out to press the like button. Thank you. Welcome to intermission. We'll, we'll be right back. Quite frankly. 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 Quite Quite frankly. 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 At the intermission, there was a time where I only had so many subscribers on Patreon and stuff like that, people who were monthly subscribers. And uh, when it came to intermission time, before we said, hey, listen, we got to go to a, 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 a scroll, the intermission used to be me sitting here at my piano and thanking everybody. I would shout out their names one by one. And once we had over 120 names, 
every night I said, I can't do this anymore. And I felt so bad moving away from that because it was so personal. And out of those 120 names or so, I was, I had like nicknames for everybody. Little inside jokes. That's how tight knit and how small it was. I do not regret the growth at all, but it's just interesting to go back through time. To go back through time and just live it all again. I remember being at the, um, the deli counter at this place that I used to get some breakfast sandwiches, probably around 2016, 17, around there. And I remember at that point, I reloaded my YouTube app and I saw I reloaded the app and that was right there online. I said, wow, I just got 1776 subscribers. I thought this was a banner day for me. 1776 subscribers. It's such a patriotic number. This is the only time I'm going to see this because in about five minutes, it might be 1777. Those are little things that stick out to me. So whenever we have little moments to acknowledge 100,000, it doesn't even seem real. It's like video game numbers. And of course, it doesn't seem real because I'm obviously not reaching 100,000 people over there. But feeling good. Welcome to the show again. Let's get to some super chats, shall we? On on the quite frankly superchat.com. Quite frankly superchat.com. We have a uh, couple of people here. See, a couple of people actually think I was playing the piano. Yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could like that. Stostoop says, Great Friday to all. Now here's a little super chat contribution to an excellent show. Always. Thank you, my friend. Gino says, I'm feeling more burned out by the madness in the world every day, feeling myself needing to step away from it more and more, helping my family learn and discern and knowing how it all ends keeps me going. Keep up the great work, Francis. Love to the family. Thank you, Gino. Jay Britt says, hey, Frank, hook me up with some stickers. Hey, Matt, you're gay. Did you hear that, Matt? Thanks, bro. I'm gay. I'm gay. He's very, he's very thankful. Thank you. Anyway, there's so much good stuff out there. Here is a little bit more. But, but you know, Brits, uh, get in touch with me because I don't know how I'm going to do this. What I'm going to do is that from now on, I mean, whenever the whenever the stickers come in, I need about a couple of days for the thousand to come in. But um, everybody that signs up as a as a sponsor now, you have a duty to let me know. Let's see, it's going to be really tough. I'll, I'll figure this out. I'll figure this out because it has to be the 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 onus has to be on people to say, hey, new sponsor. And I'll, I'll see you there. You say, I would love to have some because you're going to have to give me a uh, thing. An address. I'll figure it all out. I'll talk to you about that next week, or I'll talk to you about that when the stickers come out. All right. Let's see. We have a couple of Rumble rants. Uh, Stone Roller says, "Nice show. Thank you, Stone Roller. Thank you so much." Daramuth says, "Hello, fellow Rumbler. Hope you're having a great night and even better weekend. Let's go Rumble. You damn right. I'd love that." Kate Katie Sky says, "Hey Frank, I actually like the nights when it's just you the most." 
Nights with you and Matt are my second favorite. Happy Friday, everyone. Well, that's nice. Because I got I to gotta tell you, I really enjoy the nights when it's just me and you guys, too. I love having guests, um, especially new guests, old guests who have become more like friends and just they just stop by and it's familiar. But I love having free time and free space and we can go anywhere with it. And I can go on tangents and not really watch the clock so much. Uh, it's a lot of fun for me. It's a lot of fun for me, and I'm, I hope it is for you, too. Um, on the gold pills, let's see what people are saying. Witchy-poo. Oh, well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. NX17 says, I gifted my daughter a bag of, quite frankly, Elevation Blend coffee yesterday for her birthday. Tell me how she likes it. I have something to show you next week. Okay, I got a picture and a video from our friend Lorraine. Okay, our friend Lorraine, 100 years old Lorraine. We finally got Lorraine on her porch. And, oh man, it's so great. Heartwarming. Uh, you know, the, the, the quality of the sound isn't that good because it's outside, it's the phone. But I'm going to try to clean it up a little bit. And it, it's just so nice. I can't wait to show it to you. I didn't want to do it tonight. I wanted to do it on like a Monday where there's like maximum audience. So uh, I, I, let me know what your daughter thinks about it, NX. Paulie9363, C. Blanche, Sean Joe, Witchy Poo started a cookie fight now. That's happening. Thank you, Chai Possum. They're all fighting with each other. Cave Toad says, I've been meaning to start a dignified post on the forums, Frank, but you don't go there much. I do go there. It's just that... You know, if I'm if I'm working a thread of my own, I have to go there. Uh, the book club threads. Other than that, I'm writing. I have to go there more often. But um, but still, um, I mean, build your own threads, and if, and if it catches fire, especially like that, email it to me. Say, hey, 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 this this uh, this thread has been catching fire on on uh, on on the forum. There's a lot of good stuff going on there. There's many ways to call my attention to things. Jay Jewel says, Buzzed Frank is hilarious. I'm glad you like coffee, Lorraine. Uh, sent you another one. I, I, I like, I'm glad, I'm glad you like coffee. Lorraine sent you another one. What do you mean? Hold on. I'm checking my, let me check my email here. Sent me another one? Where? Cook, uh, Lorraine did another video. Hold on. Let's see what this one. I couldn't see it. Hold on a second. How's your coffee this morning, Lorraine? Well, quite frankly, Sonia. Hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. Wait. What is this? This is going to be great. <laughs> Lorraine. She's such a good sport. I love it. Hold on. Watch. Let's watch this together. There's Lorraine on her porch. How's your coffee this morning, Lorraine? Well, quite frankly, Sonia, I, I, I feel like, I, I can't believe that it took me a hundred years to find this, quite frankly, coffee. <laughs> it's so smooth. It's not bitter. It doesn't upset my stomach. I just, I just can't believe it. In fact, I got to have another cup. When you get through... You make sure I got another cup. Make sure I got extra coffee. We do not want to run out of coffee. 
Not once I find, I don't want to live another hundred years to have another cup. Always make sure we got coffee in the house. Quite frankly. Oh, that's a, that's a goodie. That's a goodie. That's a goodie. Jewel, you better make sure that she doesn't have to wait another hundred years for another cup. <laughs> Keep the coffee flowing. Wow. That is something special. That really is. Man, I gotta I wish I had a road trip or something uh scheduled soon. Oh wait, wait, wait. You guys are on the West Coast. That would have been a long road trip. I was gonna say if you were somewhere in Virginia or something, I think you know what, Lauren? Uh, let's take a let's take an extended. We can go to Virginia in a few hours. That's easy. We got to go say hello to everybody. Have a, have a cup of coffee on Lorraine's porch. Find a hotel. Come back the next day. That'd be nice. Maybe we could see the Edgar Casey place, the Edgar Casey Museum or something, and then just spend the day down there. Anywho, that was wonderful. All right, the the lines are open nine one four two hundred o two six nine. Again, I, I want to do creepy travel stories. It's already 20 after 8. I guess we can jump into those. So uh, give me a buzz. Give me a buzz. 914-200-0269. We've talked about quite a bit so far tonight. I think that they're really interesting. I have a couple more things over here as far as AI goes. Uh, this one, you know, AI is doing pretty incredible things. Do you guys remember when scientists used AI and 3D printing to figure out what an Egyptian mummy sounded like when it was still alive. Oh, this was one of my favorites. I had this one for Matt. I'll save it for him when he... Uh, it doesn't matter when I play this. He's going to love it. Listen to this. They, they, uh, they actually simulated what a mummy sounded like when it was alive. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. Oh! <laughs> I fucking love that video. <laughs> Let's watch it again. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. <laughs> Third time's a charm. We have to watch. <laughs> we have to watch it one more time. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. It's too much for me. I, I love the scream. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. After I found that, I I went looking all over the place. I went looking all over the place to try to find those those ridiculous um uh you know, comedic Oh, things like that where they say we, we've been able to figure out what Benjamin Franklin actually sounded like and you just get trolled by something completely inappropriate and irreverent. I looked all over the place for that. I should have saved that when I found it. I played it with Matt here on the, on the air once and it killed me. They're so funny. I hope I come across those again. Anyway, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> Why is it so funny? <laughs> this, is, this is the best that the internet produces, too. This, this is the best. There are just people out there who know, who know how little effort it takes to be absolutely hilarious. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. Oh! <laughs> Nessie Amun, why? <laughs> oh, I'm never, I'm, not, I'm never leaving this clip behind. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. This is mine forever. Oh, geez, geez, Louise. Here's another one for you. Um, Rowan Chung on Twitter brought this up, said it's been 24 hours since OpenAI changed the AI video world with Sora. Here are 14 of the most mind-blowing video generations so far, 100% AI generated. Let me tell you, separate everything that we have spoken about, about artificial intelligence from this. Everything that we speak about uh, on debating whether or not um, intelligence can actually be simulated or can, it could be created in a laboratory setting, uh, whether or not machines can be sentient, all the dangers, the pitfalls, what AI may be as far as trapping humanity, um, especially when we talk about the merging of the two. But as far as being, you know, just seeing what technological tools are available to us now outside of ourselves that we could use, you have no clue what is going to happen over the next couple of years alone. Because this has just been rolled out, which means it's been around for a while already. Now, I don't know how perfect you may, how much perfection you may see in this, but everything you're about to see is 100% AI generated. The first one here is a tabby cat uh, walking through the woods. Take a look at this. Now, if I, if it's seriously, what you have to ask yourself is if I did not prompt you, if I did not prompt you with this being all AI, would you not have thought that this was just a really cleverly shot video? There's plenty of of uh, you know content creators out there that make their pets at home the the primary sources or the primary objects of all their videos. I'm sure many of you guys and gals have seen the shorts from that uh, that content creator called Owl Kitty. It's the, um, the the black cat that is superimposed into all these major Hollywood films and stuff like that. Still, here's another one. An insanely detailed video of a woman's eye blinking generated with AI using Sora. This is not a real woman. It's not a real woman. Sorry, it would uh it would fool the hell out of me. Here's a space movie trailer. Generated by Sora. I mean, there's no sound to it. So I'm sorry, everybody in podcast land. This guy's not real. This man is not real. None of this is real. 
This was not on a set. There are no practical devices used in the filming and the production of these videos. It's just incredible. Here's a futuristic city in harmony with nature. So I guess this is supposed to be like what they're they're building out there in Saudi Arabia, the line. So it's a, it's half city and half uh, you know, greenhouse. I'm sure that's what they think that they're going to be uh, dragging us toward. But everybody s- seems to be happy there. So that, that's not going to be us. Uh, mountain bike infinity loop generated by Sora. You can't tell where the video ends. Look at this. You can't tell where it ends, where it begins. Obviously, if you would look at the timer, there's that. I mean, there, there's, there's dozens of hours of videos like this on, on YouTube that are indistinguishable. Indistinguishable. Here's another one. Okay, well this should be this should be real easy. This Minecraft video clip was generated 100% by Sora. Which I mean, Minecraft is already um stylistically it's all pixelated and stuff like that. So why this would not be uh perfectly generated is um is beyond me. So, I mean, there, there's just so much here. Hold on. Let me get this out a little bit since there's no music. A little bit more. Sora can also blend videos together with video-to-video feature. Okay, so this, I don't know if this, if this is all generated. Oh, maybe it is generated. Yeah, I didn't know if it was just, you know, uh, conventional clips that have been meshed together. Wow. A close-up view of a man in glasses. I mean, there's a little there's a little something to him that is that is animated. There's a little quality to him that is very Pixar like. But again, again, uh you you're you're encouraging me to be completely nitpicking about this stuff and even under those circumstances, it's hard for me to find anything. Bling Zoo by Zora, uh, Sora with shots changing all AI generated from single video. That's an AI generated turtle, a monkey, Bling Zoo. Puppies playing in the snow. Just, uh, my God. I remember. Now, when we were talking, when you, now especially anybody who grew up playing video games, you think about going into you know the late '90s, early 2000s, starting to pick up PlayStation, and you will play games like Final Fantasy, and we would always see, you know, the the the, the graphics are getting great, but you can tell that there's going to be a real problem with hair, rendering hair for a long time. For a good point, uh, a good portion there, you would have characters inside of the video games that, you know, their hair would be kind of like blocky. They would look like it was, you know, at the very the very least, it w- if it had any kind of shape or contour, it looked like it was stylized with mousse, you know? Like it was together, there was nothing free and flowing about it because you couldn't really shake your hair out in a video game. 
because it just it just doesn't look right. You can't create that kind of natural movement. And every once in a while, um, we would get little upgrades in that stuff, and you would see these characters. You know, the stringiness of the hair; it was starting to flow a little bit more, but it was just not right. And we said it's going to be a while for little details like that to be. Now we're looking at dogs, which are just nothing but hair. Hair that is not only reacting to, I guess, the breeze or just the whatever the hell is, is, is going on with the interacting of the dogs around them. And then, of course, the snow, which looks like a very dry, powdery snow. It's nuts, man. Drone view of wage, waves crashing against the cliffside. All AI. That's not real. That's not Maine somewhere. Sora generation of California during the gold rush. I saw a really graceful, uh, really graceful tweeted this last night. She said, thanks, I hate it. And it's scary. But think about this. Think about this. Here is, here is like a fly through of a, what is this? A, a California town during the gold rush. We're talking about the 1850s here. I mean, look at this. You can tell a machine to create this. You tell me what this is going to do to the movie industry. Now, the other end of that is, what does this do for people who don't have big budgets and have great ideas to tell stories? To reject this out of hand just because it's, you know, it's artificial. There's no real work that went into it. It's just you have to start learning how to how to put in all these these. Uh, no, these keywords, these prompts, whatever the hell it is, um, I understand it's not the same as going out there building a set or anything like that. But for for the purposes of people competing with Hollywood and being able to bring good storytelling to life without having the ability, like like what what if you wanted to do something along the the lines of 1883? You know the the um, the prequel for Yellowstone. I mean. You, there, there's no way you can go out there film on location, especially if you don't have the money. This is what this is going to change. What this has already changed is incredible. Oh yeah, there's going to be pitfalls. There's going to be highs and lows, goods and bads. But I can't believe we're seeing this. I really, I really cannot believe we are seeing this. California did the gold rush. That's that. That's uh, that. That's just a little bit there. What do you think? What do you think? Just wanted to put that out, and uh, I'll save this one, just so I can look at a little bit more of those later and keep on top of it. Um, call in nine one four two hundred o two six nine. Would love to uh, to get a couple more calls on the all purpose line, and we are we're lined up for a few more things that I wanted to do here. But um, but that'll pop up in a second. Let me see. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right. Uh, in the meantime, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go into some screw. Where we do? I'm going to so I don't have to move this. I'm going to go into the creepy travel stories. All right. So why the hell not? It's the weekend. Are you going to be doing a little uh, traveling? Well, then fine. This is for you. I can't wait to do it. Now, first one up. First one up, ladies and gents. 
Here we go. Hold on. Hold on a second. Where the hell is that spooky stuff here? Wait. I had everything set up, and then I missed it all. Give me one second. Where the hell are we at? I'm sorry, but where the hell's my creepy stuff? I had some music just disappear on me. Let's take a call in the meantime while I look for it. 608, you're on the air. Who's this? What's up, Frank? This is Austin. Hey, what's, go what's going on, Austin? I, uh, I emailed you last week that me and my wife were expecting uh, a baby. Abs He's born. He was born on the 13th. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Congratulations. We're both over the moon about it. Well, that, that's amazing. So, so, uh, so, uh, baby and mother, everybody's healthy. Everything's fine. Everyone's healthy. Everything's fine. Uh, he was nine pounds, five ounces, and twenty-one and a half inches long. Big boy. Good yeah, job. Big boy. That's great. Now, so, so, uh, yeah. uh, everybody's back home. You're back to work. What's going on? Yeah, I'm actually stopping at the store right now to grab something to cook for dinner. Nice. What are you thinking? You gonna gra grab some ground? Uh, grab some, grab a pound of she, ground beef. She was actually wanting chicken wings tonight, so I'm mm. gonna grill up some chicken wings for her. Last night we had some ribeyes, and the night before we had some burgers. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yep. Got this home. Is my first time calling in. I li I listen almost. Well, I listen every day. I usually listen while I'm at work because I never can catch live. This is my first time really catching it live. It's awesome. Well, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, I, what if you're going to be home for the next couple of days, I don't know what your paternity uh, leave schedule looks like, but I'd love to have the whole family tuning in, and I'm wishing you guys and gals nothing but the best. That's so exciting. It makes me think about um, those topsy-turvy. Is this your first time fatherhood? Yep, yep, first first son. This is a great. This is great. So, how how the first couple of nights been like? Uh, a little restless. My dog is like very protective over him. So anytime he he like cries or whines a little bit, uh, Roscoe's pretty much on his on his side, making sure he's okay. Wow. So I got I got to make sure he's not like overbearing too much. So I gotta kind of holler at Roscoe to get off the bed and stuff. So so, so not but not but but other than that, not much sleep yet. Uh, I mean, I'm sleeping. She's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's one of those weird things where, you know, I found myself a lot of the time, like when Aurora would wake up at 2, 3.30, 4.30, hungry, all that stuff, I would find myself just forcing my eyes to stay open and staring at the ceiling because there's nothing I can do. It, the, the, the mother's got to get to work and she's got to, she's got to feed and, and that's just what it is. And you kind of yep. just, in that, in that, in that space, you just kind of feel useless. So the, mo the most I could do was just <laughs> keep, keep my eyes open and, and just be awake with her. That's all I can do. Yeah, that's kind of how I've been feeling. I actually told her yesterday I feel useless, but she's pretty much saying I'm invaluable because uh, I've been doing a lot around the house and stuff, making sure everything's taken care of. Everybody pitches in. Every it's yeah. Oh, every, yeah. Everybody pitches oh, yeah. in, but when it can, you know, the, when when you don't have compared to the superpower of being able to feed a child with nothing but your body. Uh, it, right. you, you, it does, it does pale, you know, doing the dishes and taking out the garbage does pale in comparison. So, 
Exactly. I'm just telling exactly. you, it's like the women are they're superheroes. They really are. But uh, they really are. All the best to you guys. Keep me updated, and I hope you have a wonderful night. Will do. I'll send you pictures. Okay, man. Take care. Take care. There you go. Nine pounds. Nine pounds. That's great. Good for him. Good for him. Good for the whole family. Let's take another call. I was going to get to these these things. We'll take one more call. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Oh, wait. Oops. Got it. You're still talking to that guy about the new baby. Yes. Sorry. Oops. There. Okay. Hi. Hi, Jewel. You played the Lorraine video. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you for sending it. That was great. Oh, you know, Wes talks to her every night at 6 o'clock. And so we will be telling her that she was on, quite frankly. Oh, so well, well I, out of that. And, and, I, and I, I still have to jazz it up a little bit, you know? There's going to, maybe I can find a way that I can clip a little piece off and, and put it into a coffee commercial. I still have to make a coffee commercial. So I, I mean, that, that yeah, I'm going to remember that one for, I'm going to keep that one forever. Whatever you need to do. But I was just thrilled that you played it. It just, we just, you know, laughed and it made our day. I'm so happy. thank you for well, thank and you. you know what? If you come out to the West Coast, we have a studio up on the hill that is absolutely gorgeous that you guys would love to stay in. So. Okay. All right. Well, hey, it's it's good to know we can crash. You know, what? whatever. Absolutely. There's people all over this country that have offered up their vacation homes and things like that. I, I just know that it's good. Whenever there's a tidal wave that comes our way, I will be able to be in the opposite direction of that. That's fine. That's exactly right, and we know you won't be a squatter. I know. I will not. Yeah, I, I, I will never overstay my welcome. I promise you that. We know that, Frank. Okay. We love you. God bless. Thank you, and and God bless to the new daddy there. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Have a good one, and thank you for the call. Yeah, if the uh, if the tidal wave is coming across the Atlantic, I'm going to one of our friends' friends' house in the Midwest or keep going west whatever uh if the tidal wave is coming across the pacific i'll just stay where i am um i have places to go (laughs) now the real question is is there going to be any way to get there if there is a tidal wave coming across the atlantic ocean it might get here in five hours i i forget the calculations when we were talking about um, the, uh, the, the mega tsunami that would, in, that would, in, uh, occur if that, uh, La Palma in the Canary Islands just slid off into the ocean. I think it would get here in less than 10 hours. So I don't think we're getting anywhere in my car. I think we're, I don't know what we're going to do. If that happens. I don't have one of those uh, those family bikes where everybody has a different seat on the bike. And, you know, hiding behind Los, uh, uh, Long Island is really not going to do that much. Long Island would be gone. or it, it, at, ver- at the very least, it would be very significantly reshaped. Take another call. 224, what's going on? Hey, Frank. How are you? Good. Uh, Who's this? calling in for the first time and kind of a newer listener wonderful um i came to you from jay dyer's audience beautiful did you did you uh did you uh read along with any of the books that we did together you know i i wanted to with the godfather but 
I, I just I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't keep up with the schedule, so I was just kind of a little bit behind on it. Well, dude, all, all I those really enjoyed that. all those uh, just for everybody out there too. All of the the books that we have done together. The the reason why these serials are so amazing is that uh, it doesn't matter if you did it live. I mean, live is a, is its own special little thing, but. Uh, you can read at your own pace now forever and ever. If you ever wanted to jump on The Godfather, those episodes are always there for you in order. No, it's awesome, and I think it's a really cool, unique thing that, that uh, you do. I I love the show. Um, I really like the rapport that you have with the audience. You're really, really great interviewer as well. You let uh, guests speak, and, and it's something that I admire. Um, you're also kind of like... <laughs> I'm a little younger than you. I'm 32, but you're like right around my older sister's age. So you kind of got that big bro vibe, and I really dig that too. Nice. Well, I'm happy um, about that. <laughs> but I wanted, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know you were, um, I missed the beginning of the show because uh, I'm in Arizona and I, I rarely catch it uh, live. I usually listen to the replays, but the road tripping thing, I just feel pretty passionately about. Um, I think everybody owes it to themselves to take a trip across this country in a car because I grew up in Chicago and like if you're from a really dense metropolitan area I think it's really easy to kind of fall into this like yeah we're running out of space man and like there's not enough room and overpopulation but when you start driving through this country it's there's it, not only is there vast beauty but there's so much open space and I, like vice versa people that grew up in the country oh sorry no 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 i'm i'm agreeing with you it's, it's a wonderful point keep going yeah that like you know and it's it's the same difference for people that grew up in rural areas they kind of you know rightfully so don't understand like what a, a chicago uh new york or la is like and i think it's just really really important to see um both sides of that living here um i kind of had a a travel story but i don't know how like creepy weird it is it was just kind of strange but um should i, should I go for it oh, absolutely please all right so uh 2017 i was taking my first trip around the the country and i was kind of doing like the old route 66 thing um which by the way if you do that realize that the old route 66 dead ends a lot so you wind up having to like backtrack and go on 40 but i was going through arizona and i went to the grand canyon caverns which is um that was on old route 66 and it's like a really old like it's got that old route 66 vibe dude all the big you know metal dinosaurs and stuff and it was i, I rolled in there around like three o'clock and it was um pretty much like vacant man and but i wanted a tour and i went in there and there's like a restaurant and there's like really nobody in there <laughs> I was like, is this where I come for the tours? And they're like, oh, well, we're about to close down, but, you know, um, we might be able to line you up for one. Uh, Dino can take you down. And I was like, oh, shoot, my name's Dino. That's kind of cool. I've never really met another Dino. Really? And we go down <laughs> into these caverns, man, and it's like you go in this tiny little elevator and you just go way down. And it used to be like a World War II, like they have all these old gas masks and like, water and food and stuff and you know claimed he was like a medium and he does like these nighttime tours and there was like he was showing me pictures of the, this like ghost uh girl 
that he like talks to and stuff and she pops up every now and then because i guess some some people may have died down there really um yeah it was very very eerie and it's a completely dead cave so there's nothing living down there and all the air that feeds the cave is actually from the grand canyon which is like uh, at least like a couple hundred miles away but it was really cool so when we got back up i'm sitting at the bar and i had a burger and I was just kind of like, I, my next stop was Vegas. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't really know, you know, where I'm, you know, where to stay there. I've never been there before. And I was navigating completely with like an atlas. And uh, this old timer at the end of the bar just kind of turns over and he's like, stay at the Golden Nugget. $60 rooms, always open. I was like, all right, cool. Golden Nugget it is, man. <laughs> and this is where it kind of got weird is as I was driving to Vegas, um, all of a sudden I was like almost there. It was really late at that point. And like just gridlock, like going through the mountains, this little two lane road, just all the track just stopped. And there were like helicopters flying around with searchlights. And it, we were stopped there so long that like people got out of their cars and started milling around and, talking to each other and stuff and nobody knew what was going on. And like these helicopters kept passing and just spotlighting in the middle of the desert. And I'm like, I, I haven't, I never, and I never looked into it. I kind of assumed they were looking for like a fugitive or something, right. which I don't know why you'd stop all the traffic for that, but um, it was, it was this really strange experience. Yeah, you know, that, but, that, that um, is a one. And how long was that? How long was that trip altogether? Altogether, I think I may have taken two weeks. Nice. And, and I went all the way out to California, you know, up uh, Pacific Coast Highway, and then took 80 back to Chicago. So when you went, when you were in that cave and you were getting your tour, and they said that all the oxygen from the cave is actually uh, coming from the Grand Canyon, which was a couple of hundred miles away, does that mean that you can actually, I mean, you can navigate underground from there? A couple of hundred miles to the Grand Canyon. So they they do. So there are like the, some spurlunking that you can do in there. Um, you know, with some like back scratchers and stuff. I don't know that a human body could actually make it. There. Okay, so it's just um, just that the the oxygen diffuses from two hundred miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like they have a whole bed set up down there. You could stay down there. People do their their honeymoons and stuff down there. Jeez. Well, damn. Well, thank you. You know, see these you're right. And I and I love your initial point. And thank you for the call. And I hope that this is the first of many. I understand that um time zones and everything else. But hey, you know what? You got through and I and I love it. So, uh yeah. thank you for that. At, at some point I did kind of have like a insider info thing but i didn't know probably email you about that or something whatever you like i love getting those and i want to do an inside information hotline night again sometime soon but i hope you have a great rest of the weekend and thank you for the the story my friend oh yeah i appreciate it thanks for everything you do i i definitely encourage people to become subscribers because i am i don't know i think it's like hamilton tier or something nice coffee's great by the way thank you dig it and uh have a, have a nice night. That all makes me very happy. And email me anytime, my my man. Please, please do so. And and thank thank you for the call. I um. I find immense value in that, in his first thing, especially if you live in a in a city, uh, it's some kind of a, an urban or a suburban area, to get out and get on the road. 
Now, I have not gone west. I have not gone west. I have driven all the way up and down the east coast. Well, not I haven't driven into Florida. Spent a good amount of time in Florida, mostly around the Orlando area. And I flew in every time. So I don't even know anything about Florida outside of Orlando, Kissimmee, um, that area. I'd never been I'd never been to Tampa for a Yankee spring training game. I'd love to do that. Never been down to the southern tip. Never been down to uh, you know the, the, the island chains down there and those beaches. Would love it. I don't really have a big I don't really have a big desire to be down in Miami. But if that was part of the itinerary, I wouldn't be opposed to it. We gotta do that stuff. But I definitely want to go west. And being able to be into smaller, quieter towns, seeing how other people live, that that is something I, I'm very, very interested in doing. And I've already been able to get good glimpses of that in other instances, um, especially in going into New England, further into New England and all that stuff. It, you, you get a lot of that. Even northern upstate New York, you get a lot of... A lot of country vibes. Most of New York is country and farmland and mountains. You get a lot of it. Okay, uh, it's it's a lot more. You, you get a lot more uh, prone to being freezing cold, especially at certain times of the of the year. But um, I find a lot of value in in that that bit of advice, and I really hope that me, Lauren, and Aurora get to go out and exploring together. A lot more. Uh, of course, like he did, took him a couple of weeks to do his full trip, and that's exactly what I would expect would do with us. So I would have to try to find him make um, that 70% pleasure in life experience, 30% work, which is also an odd ratio because so much of what I do for work is pleasure and passion. So I had to figure that, that out because I can't just take two weeks off. That I, I, it's just so much. So much of the show is about documenting my, my thoughts and my trek through life, and hopefully having people walk alongside of me. That's the uh, that's the allure of it for me. So I like that. All right, let's take another call. I, hey, I. I I don't know. I guess creepy stories. I'll have to do this again next Friday with Matt when he's here. That'll be something. 406, you're on the air. Who's this? Oh, my gosh. It's Maggie again. Hello, Maggie. Hi. So I do have I do have some uh, thoughts on AI. And hold on a second. Give me your give me your give me your best one. Give me your best one. Well, okay. so um, I agree with you that uh, let's say it could help a filmmaker, you know, uh, do make images something out of their imagination but when it comes to songwriting and music um that's like something entirely different you know so i uh, you know i don't want to i i don't want to just like you say you know throw it out and and say this is horrible but it does kind of make me sad and uh, somehow angry at the same time I, I and I and I know where you're coming from with the sad and the anger. I, I know it's a bittersweet kind of a thing. Uh, there's a lot of bitterness there because there's the ongoing debate that has only started about how much of this could even be considered art. It's, yeah, even even when you talk about it contributing to an overall 
uh, creative work. Like if you had, like I said before, if there's somebody, maybe it's film, maybe it's music, whatever the hell it is, they have an image of something in their brains. It's like, what, what if they are disabled? But they have yeah. a they have a vision in their brain of something, a musical composition. They can hear it, they can see something, and they are just they're just too disconnected from their body in one way or another that they can't actually put you know a pen to paper. They can't put music on a sheet. They can't put their hands on a keyboard. Whatever the hell it is, it, that's going to be great. Um, it's going to open up doors for budding young filmmakers. I, absolutely. There's going, but like we said before, we know, we know that there's going to be a whole, a very, very damaging part about this. There's going to be over-reliance on it. There's going to be, it's going to become a crutch for a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of, um, uh, a lot of people are going to take advantage of each other a lot. We've already talked about the pornography tonight. That is going to be so, uh, generating fake um, you know, sex scenes and 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 porn and all that stuff is going to be a huge thing that is generated by everyday people. Um, Have you ever seen Lawnmower Man? No. Yeah, check that movie out. It's exactly what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, well, there's a lot of movies like that. But I mean, yeah, thank you. Oh, hey, it's there. There is so much, and we're only scratching the surface. That's why I was saying, um, for for the purposes of looking through all those clips before, just for that, disassociate yourself from all of the transhumanist, you know, uh, future of humanity discussions that we have, and just look at it as a tool outside of a human body that we could actually use to create something, or and then of course. In that context, it is an indifferent tool. It, it can be used for good or evil, and it really is just about who the hell is behind the keyboard at that point. Once we start there talking about, once we start talking about putting this shit in our brains, uh, then 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 we're on a whole other level. But yeah, I know it's uh, it's it's crazy. Yep. So well, thank you, and uh, have a good night. Oh, all the best to you, Maggie. It's great to have you come come <laughs> get through again. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. And we've only just begun. Oh, we've only just begun. Isn't it something else? I mean, it's like, I don't know. There's so much. So much. All right, what time is it? 8.56? We'll take one more call. 6.02, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, Frank. This is Steve from Detroit. What's going on, Steve? I wanted to give you an update. I wanted to give you an update on Act My Tax. We a finally got petitions and we're getting signatures. Ax your tax? Ax my tax, yeah. D d tell me and about this. I, I, th give it a I must have forgotten about it. property taxes. Okay. Remember? I'm, I'm, so, I'm, 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 it's, it's very familiar, but of course I, I, I'm not completely up on it. Uh, so... You are you're you're at the the process of getting signatures to be able to get rid of property taxes, and you're and you're you're part of Detroit, in Michigan, the whole state of Michigan. Oh wow! So what are you so looking we, at? Go ahead. What what kind of what kind of a uh, of support have you garnered? Uh, we started the petition about ten days ago, and people are signing like wildfire. Wow! Six hundred thousand signatures by July first to get it on the ballot. And I think this is going to be a no-brainer if we can get it on the ballot. Now, the state of Michigan, they're not too happy. They're sending out texts to people about 
well, what if your property taxes were gone? Would you still want it if police service was uh, not as much? You know, and we have a plan for everything. And basically, it's about making the government be accountable and tighten their belt, just like we have to, you know? This is going to be... Uh, everybody, this, everybody's seeing it, you know? This is really interesting. So th- this is going to be... You think this is going to be on the state... Uh, like a state referendum come uh, November? This is a constitutional amendment. As long as it gets uh, put through by the people, it becomes law. And we actually got a couple different states looking at it, like Colorado. And actually, we got somebody in your neck of the woods, in Malone, New York, that uh, is going to go through with it, too, if we can get this to pass. My man, if you were able to do this and and you had such an, uh, a, a hands-on part in it, I mean, that's such a great thing to do, not only for yourself, for, but for your family and for the families of all uh, people in Michigan. That's that's tremendous. I, I I wish you all the luck in the world, and I'll be keeping a lookout for it. All right, Frank, I'll keep uh, you abreast on the situation. You Thanks have to. Thank you very much for everything you do, man. Yeah, you have to. I mean, we're, 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 we're just about to start knocking on the door of spring. So we got spring, we got summer, and then, of course... The, the the biggest fall of our lives is coming up as far as, you know, it's the this is going to be a huge, huge year. And it's going to be great to, to hear from people like you who have a lot more skin in the game now. So thanks for this, my man. Thank you for updating me. All right. Thanks, Frank, for having me on. All right. Have take care. Night. There you go, Steve. In, uh in Michigan, I know that we have quite a few people out there from Michigan. You got that going on in state. Keep a, keep a lookout for it. Because if there is something that you can add your name to, a petition, anything that's going to move that along, you'd be doing yourself a great service. Oh, my gosh. I was just looking at, um, before I came on the air here tonight, I saw this poor, creepy, small town in the middle of nowhere thread. I'm going to have to take it out of the title again. Uh, We had a... I replied to... One George Latimer. George Latimer. He is a the Westchester County, where I live, executive. And he is now looking to become the the uh, congressional district 16's representative in Congress. And I, I see this guy all over the place. Every breakfast joint I go to for a bagel, he's walking in glad handing somebody. Um... You know, I'm sitting there the other day with my daughter, and you know, we're, you know she has her her egg sandwich, whatever. And here he comes walking in. He's, he sits down right next to me. I'm like, oh god. And meanwhile, anytime he tweets, I'm just like, uh, I'm on his ass about things. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not unruly, but uh, this is this is going to affect us all. Here's here here's a tweet from him. You want to talk about what's going on in Michigan versus what's going on in New York? Here's George Latimer. Two hours ago says Trump emboldens Putin. Let me get it up on the screen. Trump emboldens Putin. Putin critic Alexei Navalny mysteriously dies in prison. This horrifying act is why Trump's extremism is a threat to democracy everywhere. We must stand united in support of President Biden for the sake of a safer world. Talk about NPC bullshit. How convenient that this Alexi guy is all over the place now. So I asked him. I, I asked him, and, and you know, my my question alone got double, double the tweet interaction that his did. I said, George, any comment on the banning of political opposition in Ukraine? 
the murder of American citizen Gonzalo Lira in the Ukrainian prison over there? Uh, or are you just going to continue pretending that it's the Cold War to win over Westchester baby boomers? Which, of course, I mean, what is he going to say to that? And then, of course, I followed that up and I said, George, do you have any comment on the sabotage in the Nord Stream pipeline? Did Putin attack NATO back then? If so, why haven't we invaded Russia? And if not, who did it? That's what we're dealing with. I sat next to George Latimer talking to Aurora, but I'm, I'm in earshot. So I hear him talk the entire time. He's sitting down talking about how he has to maneuver the Israel versus Palestine situation so that he can cobble together a, a coalition of voters around here. Israel versus Palestine. And he's running to be a local representative in Westchester, New York. And, and this is not just like personal for him. This is what they all do. Republican Republican and Democrat. It's fucking sick. If they were in the business of selling, I don't know, bumpers, mufflers, bowling balls, I don't care what the hell they do with their politics. You want to cater to the Palestinian liberation uh, uh, crowd to be able to sell a couple extra bowling balls next next week. You want to hit your quota with the, you know, the mufflers and brake pads. So you're going to you're trying to position yourself and angle with, you know, uh, you know, middle-aged Jewish women in, in, in Rye, New York, whatever the hell it is, that's fine. As long as it's just not everything that, requ- oh, God, leave me alone. Leave us all alone. The people want it. People don't want shit. Anyway, I hope you're all fine. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for this, the company, and I'll see you on Monday night. We will be live from Studio B on Monday night, and uh, it'll be a good one. Well, a little bit of a walk down memory lane. 18 years of doing what I do right now. That's that's what's going on on, on Sunday. 18 years of doing what I do right now. And I'm so happy to have met you all, and I hope to, to meet millions more over the course of the next 18 years. God willing. All right. Quite frankly, superchat.com. Car Guys New England said the mummy voice is hilarious. They should see what it what its farts sound like. You're right. They should. Uh, thank you to J Sem. Amethyst Cat said I got my boyfriend a subscription to the coffee for his birthday. He loves it. I love that. Thank you, Amethyst. Cave Toad says, play it. Twister, Jonas. I'll get that up. Don't worry. Not tonight, though. I gotta get out of here. And uh just Jesse. Thank you so much. Cave Toad again says, play Jonas. I will. Calm down. Not tonight. It's 9.04 and I got to eat. I'm about to I'm about to drop right now. My knees are shaking. All I had before was a shot of, uh, you know, uh, Buffalo Trace. Maybe a little bit more than a shot. I'm a lightweight. Remember, I was really gooey for the first hour of this of this broadcast. I had one shot of Buffalo Trace, but it's on an empty stomach. So that's what I'm not that much of a pussy. I am a pussy, though. Sal says, with AI, we'll never know what is real and what isn't. It's easy to fake whatever they want. Oh, yeah. And that's part of the bitter part of it. You know, this is one thing you, a young filmmaker that wants to wow people with an old Western that they didn't have the resources to create otherwise. But, I mean, think about all the news they're going to fake now. Bad enough, we got this, like, this last, the past couple of days, we got these Russian space nuke red herring bullshit. I mean, they're trying to, they're trying to false flag us into a major situation. Still, that's all still going on in the background. 
I mean, it doesn't do us any good to say the same thing every night. Uh, we'll come back around to it and assess the uh, the chips on the table. But um, but this is this all relates. It all relates. All right. Well, that's that, ladies and gentlemen. I will see you all on the. I'll see you all on the other side. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. Ah! I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience, and now our super chatters, starting with Car Guys New England, Stostube, Gino, Jay Brits, and a wonderful group of Rumble Ranters and Gold Pillars. I will see you on Monday night. Enjoy your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. And if you are a monthly subscriber, I will see you on Sunday morning. Take care. Just a little bit of a reminder, a word to the wise, if you will. Do not worry about the worries from yesterday. Leave it in the past. Move forward with confidence because there are so many new things to be experienced today. New joy to be had. So move forward, be strong, and have a great rest of your day.